Today, we wanted to talk to somebody who either had lost a limb or had met a celebrity. You definitely got the phones blowed up. Well, we got a lot of texts, too, that were pretty shocking. Uh, we also had someone putting a curse on a co-worker in the HR files, and Brian Zenson was a little scared to wade into the Mugumbo. And I would love for someone, if you make it to the Maybe It's Just Me segment, to... Don't let, it, let us know. Let me know if I'm right. If I feel like my logic is sound on maybe it's just me. It's not. And uh, there's more to the show, and you'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. All right, we are doing. I want to talk to somebody who. Would you want to talk to somebody that has lost a limb? Right, big mm-hmm. or small? Yeah, whatever. You've lost a limb. Just want to hear it. All right, we got that, and I want to talk to somebody who knows or has met a celebrity. All right, because I feel like if we do knows, we're not going to get any kind of calls on that. A little one. tough, right? We do have we have someone sitting on hold right now that says they know a celebrity though. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, what do you got? Hello, John Mayer. Oh, really? Okay. Now, yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing John Mayer knows uh, many ladies. <laughs> hey, oh, like what kind of yeah. no do you know? Um, well, I, you know, he comes, he comes to my place to work a lot. Um, but yeah, she has ladies. Okay. okay. All right. What kind yeah. of work are you in? Hospitality. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's awfully vague. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Extremely vague. And now is he, is he, a restaurant. Is, a restaurant. he a nice guy? Yes. He's very, very sweet. Now he was one of the very first radio interviews I got to do. And I think I think maybe I was so intimidated by like actually being around a celebrity. I think maybe I thought he was a bigger jerk than what he was. Mm. But he was probably just annoyed but, with me because I didn't know, know what I was doing. I did hear in the past like he was a jerk, but he's so nice. I guess now I don't. I think he's like sober now and stuff. So I don't know. He's so nice. He's forty six now. He's probably calming down in his old age. When I met him, shoot, yeah. when I met him, it would have been twenty years ago. Mm. Probably, yeah. No, he's he's very sweet to me, so that's all I can say. But I did hear both. So. Okay. Now, you wait, you said you work in hospitality. You said a restaurant, right? Yeah. So we got to know, what kind of tipper are we talking about here? He's a good tipper. Okay. Nothing crazy, but good, yeah. I feel like if you were a celebrity, you would have to be, because it would be like, man, you're going to get called Everybody's going to know. You yeah. Have yeah. To. yeah, you have to. Now, have you run into any other like good tippers in celebrity wise? Um, good tippers. You know who's a really good tipper? Molly Shannon. Yeah. Molly oh, from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Really? Hmm. Have Have you waited on her more than once? I have. Really? Maybe you just give great service. You ever think about that? <laughs> that and you know what? That could be it. It could be that. It could be that. So do you do you work at a high end restaurant? Then you must. I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we. Oh, well, I can guarantee you, you're never going to see Kelly and I in there because now he's a great tipper. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm like a 35, 40% tipper, but yeah. maybe not at your restaurant. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a great tipper. Yeah. Well, I feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> I feel guilty asking anyone to do anything for me. So, well, anyways. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. John Mayer, that's definitely a celebrity. You bet. Yeah. Thank you so much for the call. All right. Do we, we don't have anybody sitting on hold who lost a limb, though. That's okay. That's the beauty of this. Okay. Right? We've gotten a couple people that texted in, and honestly, it's it's kind of hurt my heart a little bit, all right? What's that? Our first one here, uh, Dustin Texas, uh, my dad lost his hand in a corn picker. Oh, my gosh. His whole hand? I didn't know what a corn picker was, and I just Googled it. It looks like something out of a nightmare. Oh, my gosh. Any, any, any piece, farmers or anything like that, that stuff is so dangerous. I was going to say, any piece of farm equipment to me looks like it could just be deadly, which it probably all could. Uh, how about this one? A text out, first time texter says, shout out to my friend Craig. He lost his leg. Unfortunately, he did it in war. Oh, man. Hey, well, can you please let Craig know that we said thank you? Of course, this weekend, Veterans Day. Yeah. Um, you know what? Shout out to all the veterans out there because unfortunately there's probably a lot of y'all like that. Right? Oh man, that's y'all wild. are the best. My uh, my my father in law just had to have his lower leg amputated. He's diabetic mm-hmm. and had that had to happen. It's just it's crazy to me to think that they can just do that. You right? Know? It's just it's wild. Uh, other people texting in. How about this? During the Super Bowl, I worked the back end of a private airport. I know a lot of celebrities flew into St. Cloud. Yeah, and then drove down. Right. That would make sense. Less um, congested, less people, paparazzo. He says I got to meet, and I'm leaving names out. I don't know if it's okay to talk about that kind of stuff. I met Dak Shepard. Super Whoa. cool. Very humble. Was traveling by himself. No really? entourage. And Steph Curry. 
Didn't even know who Steph Curry was until he left and someone told me. Um, a lot of people meeting country stars like Cole Swindell. Seems like he's coming across really well here. Okay. A lot of people doing that. Um, uh, just a lot of country ones here. All right, we got another. Oh, someone met a celebrity chef. Oh, if it was Gordon Ramsay, I'm going to be so jealous. Here we go. Hello? Hi. What's up? Yeah, I met Guy Fieri. Oh, really? Flavortown, baby. All right. Where did you meet him? Um, I met him at a uh, food and wine convention like 10 years ago. It was kind of the start when he kind of first started. Okay. And did you actually talk with him and stuff or you just like got a quick selfie with him? No, I actually, we um, taught, I was in culinary arts school at the time and we actually got to like talk with him and um, he was really cool. He's super like a super laid back. That's what I've heard about him. I think he gets a bad reputation from the hair and the shirts and everything else. He does great stuff with charities and he things does. like that. Seems like a great dude. Glad to hear it. Yeah, he, that's awesome. He, yeah, he he was really really awesome. He like just kind of you know gave or like talked to us about owning restaurants and stuff like that and doing that kind of stuff. And yeah, it was just it was really fun to that's awesome. meet him. And that definitely yeah. counts. That's a big celebrity. That's on the list. Appreciate the call. Uh-huh. Awesome, thank you. All right, keep the calls and texts coming. Have you either lost a limb mm-hmm. or been a celebrity? And all, now all of a sudden the limb stories are coming oh, in. These are haunting. This is what happened last week. Well, call us up too. Don't just text in. We want some calls too so we can hear your voice, hear how you sound after losing a limb. Whoa. All right, we'll get into more of these calls next. Kelly and Wood. This morning we're doing I Want to Talk to Somebody Who. Would you want to talk to someone who lost a limb? Right. By any means. Do you want to hear about them? I just want to talk to someone who's either either knows a celebrity or has met a celebrity. And we're getting some great texts rolling in here. Uh, This one about the Kennedys. Wait to hear this. Oh, gosh. All right, well, here, let's do this. You said you met a uh, country music artist? I met Charlie Pride in an elevator in Duluth at a convention. Whoa. So you didn't meet a celebrity. You met royalty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The girls I was with were afraid to get in the elevator with them. I said, just get in. Shut up. Get in. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't say anything while we were in the elevator because we were going down to eat. We went downstairs, and then they seated us in a booth right next to him. Holy cow! Wow. And I turned around and I said, "It's a pleasure to meet you, Mister Pride." And he goes, "You know who I am?" I said, <laughs> "Yeah, I know who you are." I said, "My my parents listen to country music all the time," and he oh. goes, "Really." He goes, you're fairly young to know who I am. I said, don't worry about it. I've I've seen you, heard you, love your music. And he goes, wow. And he signed a piece of paper that I had, and I don't even know what I did with it. Yeah, oh, man. That happens to those autographs sometimes, you know? Yeah. I know. I know. I, I must have been too much drinking afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder if, I wonder if he thought, I'm in Duluth, Minnesota. There's no way anyone's going to know who I am up here. He... Yeah, and it was at a it was at a tops convention, the Takeoff Pound Sensibly convention. Okay, that I was at, and that's where I met him. So it was weird. That's cool. That's such a great story. Yeah, that's a great one. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You, you too. too. Thanks. All right, what, you got losing limb stories over there? Uh, yeah, some of these are rolling in here. My mom lost her thumb in a meat-grinding accident. Oh, my God. I can't think of a worse way. Uh, well, he, I mean, that, that meat's bad, too. Well, yeah, I wouldn't think so, Would I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing that. There's chunks of bone in it. How about this? My cousin accidentally shot his leg off hunting my God. a couple years ago. Oh, my God. Goodness. Do you ever go hunting again? That's the question. No. Uh, How about this? I grew up in Cape Cod and constantly got to kick the Kennedys out of my store. No way. The majority of them would never pay their tab. They'd leave the store a wreck for us to clean up after they left. So you got the booth. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. Just because you're a Kennedy doesn't mean you're above the law. It really hasn't gone well for anyone going up against the Kennedys, though, in the past. (laughs) But, hey, obviously for them it did. How about this one? Uh, I partied with Randy Hauser on his tour bus 10 years ago. Holy moly. This one for Kelly. I met Priscilla Presley at Graceland one time. Wow. That's not bad. That would be insane. 
Uh, my dad lost his lower right leg in a car accident when he was 20 years old. He's 84 now. Still Boy, doing it. That's a hell of a run. How about this? I had an uncle lose a leg when he was a kid by a lawnmower his brother was driving. Oh, oh my God. Now, do you ever forgive your brother for that one? I mean, how long is your brother covering your chores? Right. You know? Well, forever now. I guess I'll go do this, but oh, wait. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Wow. All right, we got we'll do one more celebrity All story right. here. This this is a good one. This is an eighty star this dude met. Hello? Hello. Um yeah, this is Scott and I uh sold a stereo system to Don Johnson back when he was big on Miami Vice and I didn't no even way. recognize it. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> That's so cool. Where did this happen? And I, I was working I was working out in Aspen, Colorado at the time. Okay. And so I sold him out there. And I didn't recognize him until until I saw the his credit card. Right. And at the time, my sister was just a huge Don fan or Don Johnson fan, and would have died if she had known it. I never told her, but it was pretty funny. I bet he bought a sweet stereo. Oh too. yeah, huge. Oh yeah, it was real cool. <laughs> the Miami Vice. I can yep. just picture the Miami Vice song just playing on this big old stereo from the eighties. Well, if you remember the song "Hanging on a Heartbeat." Yeah. Oh yeah. That he did. Yep, I do she remember that, that song. Like, re, she played that re, repeat like, oh, I would say, you know, on an average day, I'll bet she played, played it well over 100 times. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. But the other thing that was surprising is he's short. He's only like five, four, five, five. He's a really short guy. Wow. Isn't that always weird when you meet a celebrity and they're short? Like, yeah. you, for some reason, you just assume that they're tall. I don't know what it is. The screen's big, right. man. It is. Yeah, pretty cool, so. That was awesome, man. I did I did not expect Don Johnson to come in. No. But I would say that that's probably a good spot to end it. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. This is just a cool story, man. So there's a guy, his name is Neil Jones. Now, he's over in England. Hey. But uh, anyway, so he was a brick re- uh, he was a tiler. I'm sorry, not a bricklayer. He was a tiler, 59 years old, and during COVID, he was like, I. he had just won the lottery. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't a big multi, multi-million dollar lottery. He won a few hundred grand. And when COVID hit and he was forced out of work, he said, you know what? I don't have any debt. I, I can probably just retire now. He said, the only thing I'm going to buy for my home is a pool table. I've always wanted to have a pool table. I've always loved playing to- pool. And my dream has always been to be on England's national team. Quite a goal. Yeah, and billiards is huge in Europe. Is it? Okay, I did, not, yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so he buys his billiards table for his house. The COVID lockdowns hit, and they were a little bit more, even uh, stricter over there than they were here. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really able to leave his house for days and weeks. So he set a schedule for himself to play pool every day for an allotted amount of time to where he wouldn't get sick of playing, but he could see that his skills were improving every day. Well, when the restrictions were lifted... He started to run up the ranks of, of his of the national team over there, winning competitions, raising his spot, all of this. And his goal that he set in his 50s to be on England's national pool team has now become a reality for him. And he, bla- he says strictly because everything fell into place at the perfect time. He said, I realized COVID was a terrible thing, but because all I could do was sit in my house and play pool, he's like, I became a master at billiards. Mm. And now he's on England's national team. Oh, man. Good for him. Isn't that amazing? Well, I love seeing people set a goal and go get it. You know right. what I mean? Not only is he on the team, he has now become the captain of England's pool team. Oh, Capitan. Right. And that's at 58, at 59 years old, too. You know what that tells you? It's never too late. Absolutely not. Well, never. to win the lotto would be a good first step. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, yes, but is it luck? Was it something bigger? Who knows what it was? Was it the universe saying, all right, Neil, here's your shot. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And let's give him credit. If I win the lotto, I'm not doing anything cool. No, you'll never accomplish anything else in your life. I'll shut it down. Except an obituary at some point. Probably. Right. And right around the corner, too. Died of a heart explosion. Yep. Fast women and fast food will be my undoing. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Quickly, too. Either way, well, yes. this isn't about your debauchery. No, it's not. This is about Neil Jones, who had a goal for himself and accomplished it. And it wasn't just any old goal. I mean, this was a big deal. And as you said, it's huge over there. Big time. And I think that's just a neat story. That is good. I like that one. I don't care what you say. I well, like it. I agreed. And I'll have, a, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have another one for you tomorrow because this is what we do every single day. Yes, we sir. find the positive stories. We talk about them. So you realize life is pretty dang good.
and it's called Happy Hour, and it's brought to you by Audio Video Stream. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Yup. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and then put it up on the trashy scale in a trash flag. We're headed to... New Mexico, my friend. There's a New Mexico now? See, and, well, we have authorities getting many numerous 911 calls saying, hey, there's a RAV4 driving crazy on the interstate. Can you please help us? Well, the authorities jumped into action, and sure enough, they found a Toyota RAV4 being driven by 51-year-old Barbara Arellanalo. Probably saying that wrong, but who cares? Well, Barbara, she was cooking. In fact, when authorities saw her, she was doing 100 miles an hour. That's fast. Man, in a RAV4, that's really fast. When authorities got behind her, she began throwing items from the car. But at one point during this 100-mile-an-hour car chase, she clipped a truck and crashed the car. Now, that's already pretty trash. But we don't end there. That's because Barbara was unhurt in the wreck. And she jumped from the car, unburdened by clothes. She was buck naked and she charged the police officers who were still in their car, jumped on the hood, and yelled, Jehovah! (laughs) Oh, he doesn't want to be brought into this. And then jumped down and took off running. But the good news is the officers were quickly able to... Get her on the ground and get her covered up with a blue tarp. According to authorities, they asked Barbara, hey, what's going on here? That's when she said, uh, I used a little heroin, took a bunch of pills, and drank some whiskey before driving. You are a crackhead. They said, okay, why you naked? She said, oh, that? That's because it's hot out. Yeah, especially on all them drugs, man. In New Mexico, I can imagine. Well, as you can imagine, uh, being hot is not excused for driving 100 miles an hour. All juiced up on the H, pills, and whiskey. She was arrested and taken to jail. That's probably a good place for her. Oh, yeah. Sounds like she needs to take some time to think about her life choices. Uh, yeah. Let's give this one a score, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, so her first crime, they, she was already driving erratically before the police showed up, right? When you get multiple 911 calls on you, you're doing trashy things. It's trashy, right. Thank you for saying it like I could not. Yes. Uh, so that's 150 points right there for getting multiple 911 calls on you. Mm-hmm. We're also going to give her going 100 and what was it, a 55? Well, I mean, it was a highway, so either way, oh. 100 still speed no matter what. That's fast, man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that another 150 points right there. Clipping another car because you're driving like a maniac? Mm-hmm. Hell no, that's trashy, man. Oh, yeah. 175 points on that right there. Uh, jumping out of the car, buck booty naked. Mm-hmm. That's trashy. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give you 175 on that right there. Dude, we might crack 1,000 here. Hold on. The intern mm-hmm. house fan wasn't even warmed up they yet. need to get warmed up quickly. Uh, and then we have, oh, boy, the drugs. Oh, how about jumping on the hood of a cop car, buck oh, naked? Yelling Jehovah? Using the name of the big man upstairs. Yeah, I don't like that at all, Wood. Guy with tons of cred who doesn't deserve a cut. I'm going to give that another 175 points if that's cool with you mm-hmm. right there. Um, they had to t- see. They tackled her to the ground. She. Oh, can we get to the drugs part now? Uh, we had heroin, pills, uh, and whiskey. Okay. Whew. I guess if you're on heroin, you probably got to take the edge off a little bit. I don't know how that works. You're getting pulled in a lot of directions. All right. So I'm gonna give the drugs. I'm gonna give that 200 points. That's a mm-hmm. lot of drugs and booze and everything else tied into there. Yeah. Uh, she was arrested. That's 75. Yep. Uh, am I missing anything here, Wood? I think that's most of it. You brought a good story today, brother. And whatever we forgot, they'll text in and yell at us. They will. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't happen often. But when we crack a thousand points, it is absolutely a celebration. And we bring in the intern house band oh. for us all to clap along. Here we go. Cat and I Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and I Joe. Here we go. One more time. Before you give us a score, add a few more points on. Rachel's right. She threw things out the window. That's littering. That, uh, littering is trashy. That's literally trashy trashy. Behavior. 
You got that. All right. Threw an extra few on there, but we didn't even need them because we cracked a thousand already. Come on. Today, our woman on all kinds of drugs, booty naked, crawling out the name of the man upstairs, earns herself a whopping 1,225 points. Trashy. These people are yeah. looking for love. I love it. We'll help them find it. Come on. It's Miss Connections with Kelly and Wood. That's right. Wood has scoured the internet to find a couple who almost had a love connection but didn't quite make it. So they end up in Missed Connections. Oh, yeah. Whoops, I'm turning the wrong one down here. Here we go. Now, sometimes these are just icky. Yeah, sometimes. A lot of times they can be sad. This one's just fun. Come on. And I'm rooting for this fella. I hope they make it. It says, to the beautiful girl that was maybe flirting with me. Oh, nice. I need to admit, I'm not good at flirting. Like most men. I'm not good at dating either, but I would love to take you out. We were at bar name here. Don't drag them into this. I'm the tall, skinny guy, and you came up and started talking to me about my Star Wars shirt. All right, player. I didn't think anything about it. And you seem like you were super cool and interested in all things the Force. Yes. When I got my drinks, I went back to my table. My friend said, hey, that girl was flirting with you. I didn't think so, but I don't know. I still don't think you were, but now when I think back on it, you didn't know who Kit Fisto was. So maybe you weren't as big as a Star Wars fan as I thought, and maybe you were just trying to talk. Please uh, fill us in on who Kreit Fisker was. What's uh, his name? It says here in the the the, the it says Kit Fisto. I assume that's a Star Wars character. Okay, well I would yes, I would imagine. <laughs> you don't know who that is though. No, I don't. Okay. And I, I mean, I like Star Wars. Right, right. I wasn't making fun of you, but I'm not wearing a shirt. Big nerd. Mm-hmm. Now, back to this. When my friends forced me to go back up and get your number. You were talking with someone else, and honestly, I was scared to say anything. Oh, poor guy. If you were flirting, I think you're very pretty. And if you want to, I can show you some Star Wars movies and explain everything, or maybe we can go get something to eat. That's a hot first date. I would I would lean on the, the food thing, my, my man, and gently ease her into your geekdom. Maybe just one Star Wars movie on the first date, not all of them. Could be. Because that's going to be, what, a 17-hour date. Oh, my. That's a long poke on the first one. But honestly, I'm rooting for the guy. Heck yeah, man. I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you if someone was flirting with me or not. My wife says I'm flirting all the time. That's just my, you know, that's just me being me. Right, you're so sexually charged. I can't turn this body off. I've looked. There's an off switch somewhere, but I can't find it. And any man who has the courage to wear a Star Wars t-shirt out in public. Hey, watch yourself. I'm rooting for you, guy. Baby Yoda's a big deal. Fine. Mm-hmm. Either way, Wood, you've done all you can do here. and I hope that this gentleman finds love. He deserves it, I can tell. That's what I'm rooting for. Everybody deserves love. Oh, my. And I know you'll have another one for us next week, even if this one doesn't work out. Force of love. You can't stop now. Can't stop, won't stop. No. Next week, we'll do it again, where Wood will scour the internet to look for a couple who almost had a love connection, and we will use the power of radio oh my. to see if we can't thrust them back together. It's something called... Misconnections. My favorite morning show. Good morning show. It's Kelly and Wood. Kelly and Wood in the morning. She put a curse on me. <laughs> That's what we have up today in the HR files as we are now joined by our human resources guy, Brian Zenzen. Now, this is somewhat unique as we have someone. Uh-huh. I think we've actually had a curse before on the show. I would almost imagine that's a possibility. <laughs> now, here's the deal. I'm leaving all details out of this. It came into the Kelly Wood Facebook page. It says, I have a coworker. We do not get along. She believes she possesses powers. Oh, Lord. All right. Oh. She has cursed this person. This person says, I'll be real with you. I thought it was a bunch of BS at the start of it. But since then, my car is broken down. <laughs> I have lost my wallet. And... There are rumors going around that hours could be cut here at work. I'm kind of freaking out. I'm wondering, can I go to my HR person and say, this person has placed a curse on me. Oh, man. (laughs) And I would like them to undo it. Can HR do that? Undo the curse? Well, or at least make them them undo it. Yeah, Yeah. you got your spell book over there, Brian. Um, Could you... 
bring your HR into this situation. Maybe. If it's happening at work? Maybe, yeah. I think you would look at the realm of, I don't know, like, what's real? What's real? Oh, I, watch yourself, man. I, I, I don't believe... If, if I had a curse on me, I'd call up my buddy Russ. Search, Search for, for spirits. spirits. But, okay, so let's say... <laughs> you caught me off with this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would try to come to some sort of understanding with the employee if I was HR that you could communicate to the other employee because here's what you don't want to have happen let's say that meeting goes sideways and then it's on now you. I got a curse on me oh man bad mugumbo. just curses flying everywhere that's what brother. I'm saying so you don't think this is a workplace issue this, no it, you could, this it is could be supernatural I'm, 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 <laughs> it's, it's above our pay grades I think <laughs> generally whether it's a, a, a hex a curse whatever let's just I don't know. You could maybe put that under harassment. The mm-hmm. the other employee is doing something undesirable to the to this employee. Right. Let's say you got a doll, a voodoo doll. Voodoo. And if I have a voodoo doll at my desk that's that's dressed up like Matt Wood, it's got the backwards hat, the beard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I keep and I'm looking at you and I'm putting needles in it, I'm cutting its head off. It's not even something to joke about, no. man. That could be harassment. But yep. you as HR don't feel comfortable saying you have to uncurse this person. I don't know if I could say it with a straight face, honestly. I don't know if I believe in it being real. Really? But if the person no, that's is... That's it, he's cursed. Yeah, yeah maybe. That's it. <laughs> I absolutely believe in that kind of stuff, man. And if somebody, like, for real, put, like, a real, like, an old, like, Italian woman or something, like, there, where it's, like, big in their culture. Yeah. Ah man, like that would that honestly God would mess with me. I'd be like, this is this is not good. I have to uncleanse myself here. My wife's family one hundred percent believes in Ojo, the evil eye. You've told me about this. And the way that they cure that is by rubbing a raw egg over somebody and then crack. A raw egg? Well, I mean like in the That's shell. That's gonna give you salmonella. No, in the, they just oh. rub a, in the they're not rubbing like <laughs> raw making egg. a baby <laughs> omelet or something. And then they they rub a raw egg on you. This uh-huh. is big in the Mexican culture. Oh, any okay. any Hispanic people listening probably know. I'm talking about, and then they crack it in a glass of water, and that's supposed to absorb the evil spirits out of you. Oh, they want 100. But I don't know if my wife believes in that, but I know her family does. So once it goes in the glass of water, then where do you go with it? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think the disposable dump, or the toilet. I think you go dump it in the garden or something. It kills all the plants. I don't know what goes on. Yeah, but, I don't know about that one. But either Oof. way, they I'm want, not messing with it though. No, they 100 believe in that. So all right, but we got no resolution on this. Say your prayers. So pretty much you're telling this person they're SOL. You no, could bring I mean, it you, up for harassment, but you that's You could. It. You could. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll release the curse, and they don't. And then what happens? Yeah. I don't know. I It's just... I didn't even think about that. <laughs> now, now I'm back to being even more scared. <laughs> it, it is. It's weird. It's weird. It's it's unknown. I don't know. All right. Wow. It's Brian got me stumped. It's Brian got me stumped. and stumped in the HR file. Well, it doesn't, we, take, doesn't take a lot, but... Have we reached the end of this segment? Meaning, if once he's stumped, that's it. Now nah, he'll bounce back. Come on, kid. <laughs> well, we'll have another one. Hopefully this won't stump Brian Zenzen next week when we bring him in the studio again for a round of the HR files. Thank you, Brian. See ya. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. As a matter of fact, Wood, at some point the Earth will stop. But we all know that. Well, yeah. But the Earth slows down at about 1.8 seconds per century. That means that 600 million years ago, a day was only 21 hours long. So over 600 million years, we've slowed down by three hours. Have you done this story before? I don't think so. Maybe it was my kid who told me something like this. Could be. He loves space stuff, too. See? It's it's interesting. Space stuff is interesting. But I've been working on a theory about the Earth's rotation. Oh, here we go. And Hold I, on. Let me buckle in for this ride. I don't... I, like, I feel like what I'm saying would have to be possible, right? If you were to find the exact North Pole, and I'm talking... Or the South Pole. And I'm talking about you're standing right on it. Right where mm-hmm. the Earth spins. Right on its axis. Wouldn't you be able to feel the Earth mo- rotate... No. But, it's too big. Uh, wh- wh- no, no, no. But if you're standing right at the axis, it's like it's like a it's, it's like a giant spinning ball, Wood. I'm a, a yeah, I get it. <laughs> but no. But why? But tell me why. You don't have a reason. Because it's too big. That's not true. It's the same reason we don't feel anything right now. No, when I'm but if you were standing on the exact North Pole, I'm not talking about a hundred miles from the North Pole. Where your compass is constantly reading south. I'm talking about you're right on the thing. 
there's no reason we wouldn't be able to feel the Earth rotate. Yeah, no, that's wrong. If, but, it's, if, it were, if we're rotating around at a thousand miles an hour, right? That's how fast they say the Earth is spinning. Mm. That's well, that's I, okay. This is science, dude. What do you All want right. me? This isn't my opinion, and I'm not a flat earther, mm-hmm. allegedly. But they say the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour. If I were to go even within 20 miles of the North Pole, I should feel the Earth rotating. I should just, I should feel, I should be able to feel myself. No, because that part's not moving a thousand miles an hour. The, the equator is moving a thousand miles. Right, you're not on the equator. But if I'm on the, if I'm on the North or South, again, I, 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 I can't explain. Does someone else want to come in here and try to explain? It's like when you spin a basketball on your finger, right? Right. That spot on your finger is not moving very much. It's barely moving. Well, yeah, because your finger is stationary. The ball is moving though, and if you, you are were, stationary, you're the finger. You, I, how about that finger? Oh, that's. <laughs> All right, everyone just settle down a little bit here. Take it easy. All right, it doesn't have to be like this. Back it down a second. If you were to take something, say a quarter, Mm -hmm. and put it on top of that spinning ball, the quarter would be spinning. Yes, of course your finger isn't spinning because it's holding the ball in place. Right. But it, but the the Earth isn't your finger. The Earth isn't sitting on a big old finger. You know what? This the is, Earth isn't sitting on God's finger. Same thing I have <laughs> with my kids. You know, you're right. My God, I never thought of that. You're so smart. I'm so glad you were here. Now, I have a question about space. Yes. If we built a skyscraper on the moon. Yes. And I jumped off the moon with the gravity, and I hit the ground, would I die? Or would I just gently... Ease my way down. Oh, that's a good question. Well, since the moon's gravity is what one quarter of the Earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I have done this story before. My bad, Andrew, <laughs> Adriana. I, I, did, I honestly didn't know. And I, if I remember right, you got me upset <laughs> with the same question last time. Because if the if the Earth if the moon I swear to God I'm not going back. If the moon's gravity is one quarter of ours here on Earth, right? So you'd still weigh like I mean you'd still weigh like a hundred. Wait, no, you're not four hundred pounds. Thank you. Are you? <laughs> but I mean, you would gently go down to the ground, right? Boy, that's a tough one. But These if you, are the questions I have. If you were standing on the North Pole of the moon, would I, you no. be able to feel it rotate? If you and I were standing on the North Pole of the moon right now, I'd throw you off. I'd throw you off a skyscraper right now if I had one. I'd build one right now. And I'd just be like, wee! <laughs> I can feel me moving! <laughs> Jason, right. don't do math. Kelly, yeah, you're right. We are all dumber for having heard this conversation from Corey. Mm-hmm. Jason, don't do math. Adriana, Kelly has done this story before. Alicia, Kelly, I understand what you're saying, and it seems like you'd be spinning more, moving yes. faster at the North Pole. No, Alicia, I swear to God, Alicia. I, it, it just stands to reason if we're spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, that if I was even, say I was five miles from the, from the North Pole, mm-hmm. I would at least be able to see the Earth rotating. Because I would be rotating around at a thousand miles an hour no. near the North Pole. I think you're wrong, dude. Because the top's not moving at a thousand miles. I can't make this any simpler. I swear to God, it's not stationary. Wes from Fergus Falls. I think Kelly has his math wrong. Yeah, you're right. It might be. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, but we're slowing down. Let's just take. And I'm sorry. I yeah. I, on CMA Day, we're not doing this. Let's not. And I'm sorry. I've done this before. Well, we've been doing this segment for five years. Sometimes so. I, Sometimes there's going to be a rerun. But I'll have another one for you on Friday. It might be new. It might not. (laughs) Only time will tell. Don't count on it. I will do my level best, though, to make that happen. If you don't like it, I don't care. Because sometimes (laughs) maybe it's just me. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track, and we tack it on the end of the podcast. I honestly feel like we talked about 17 different things in the first break. We zoomed. I'm upset that people are jinxing me about hitting a deer. I cleaned out the most disgusting thing of all time, and you're a huge nerd on social media. The lamest social media post of all time. Correct. Uh, boy, we covered a lot of ground, brother. Uh, you'll hear it all right now. It's our bonus track. It's our first break of the day, and we tack it on the end of the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Sit me in trouble, baby. Man, if I was Rascal Flats, I'd be like, dang it. Can you guys put some auto-tune on your voice or something so we don't sound exactly the same? Hey. Whoa. Dan and Shay and Rascal Flat sound exactly the same. I don't know you're coming on air and just taking shots at people. I, oh, Dan and Shay, your favorite group of all time? Or I, I don't know if you're insulting Rascal Flats. No, not at all. I love Rascal Flats. God bless the broken road. I've played that song 10 million times at 10 million weddings. Flats or Rascal? I don't know who you're insulting more. <laughs> no, I'm insulting Dan and Shay. Oh, okay. But, you know, they sound good. I'm just saying they sound exactly like... I, when I walked in the studio and that song was playing the other day, I thought it was Rascal Flats. I was like, oh, cool. We're getting some new music from the Flats. You're not. 
No. No. It's called Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. Either way, Wood, man, we're ready to do it. I'm in a good mood today because we got tomorrow off, son. Well, I was about to say, you better be because we got a big day ahead of us. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. Some say the biggest day. <laughs> Have some said that? Some say. Some of the smartest people I know are saying it. Dang. Not me. All right. But some. Well, should we just get moving then? Watch yourself. I smell fantastic. I'm not saying you don't smell good. Eh, you kind of do. Uh, I'm just saying maybe a shower wouldn't be so bad. Watch your mouth. I have a scent. Thank you very much. I have. That is what? I use a, I only use one cologne and one cologne only. Dracar Noir. No. How oh. dare you, sir? Because you, you made a comment to Brian Riley the other day. Polo Ralph Lauren. He came walking in the studio and you said, what is that that you smell? <laughs> well, see. I have a very sensitive sense of smell. Ah, uh, yes. It's insanely sensitive. That's why I don't wear cologne, because it makes me sick to my stomach oh. when I wear it. So, that being said, he did smell nice, though, and then 30 seconds later, I was nauseous from the smell. Did you... Do you wear cologne, so you don't wear any? No, never. I don't I don't use scented laundry detergent. I don't... I can't. It makes me sick to my stomach. Now... But full disclosure here. Yes. I teetered on the line of HR, because I wanted to ask a question to our young intern, Allison... Okay. A couple weeks ago. 20 years old, college student, intern. And when she walks in here, she smells very good. She does. And well, Yes. And I, I framed the question. I said, hey, I hope this isn't creepy. Which made it instantly 10 times creepier. What, would you rather me just go, hey, you smell good? Oh, dang, girl, you smell good. <laughs> Over a short... Oh, there goes another intern. That's how we lose so many interns. That's how we lost a little intern AJ. <laughs> That's right. But I... And I... It was a compliment. Well, okay, here's, okay, let's do this. Ten years ago, would you have even thought that through? Or would you just be like, oh, you smell no. good? Right, no. that's what, isn't that the funny thing? And maybe it's okay to be like, okay, maybe ten years ago that would have creeped her out. And now it's okay to be like, hey, I don't mean it, you just, you smell really good. And then our news, Jennifer Leverins walked in and said the same thing. Right. Then that made it all okay. But that's, that's woman to woman. Right, it leveled the playing field a little mm-hmm. bit. When you go man to woman, you're like, hey, you smell good. You can either A... Come across as very nice. Yeah. Or very Buffalo Bill. I believe that I've told our superior, Steph, mm-hmm. in the building that she smelled nice one time, but I didn't feel as weird because she's, you know, she's so far above us in, the, cha- in the chain of command. Right. Like, it, it wouldn't come off as I was, like, hitting on a subordinate. It was more kissing rear end. Right. I was <laughs> like, I'm trying to work my way up the company ladder. You smell fantastic. That's very good. Right. I'll, I'll By any means necessary, I'll be running this company one day. So you... And all the times we have spent in this same room together and me establishing my own stint. Right. You marking your territory, if you will. You've smelled nothing of me. Uh, it's once in a while, when you go a little heavy on it, when you go a little heavy, I'm like, oof. Whoa, whoa, wait, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. That's Dolce well, and Banana. Well, uh, what? It, uh, there's more than one of those, right? Isn't there more than one Dolce and Cabana smell? I, I don't know. I just okay. point at the one that looks like the one that I have, and I say, I need that one. I, I used to like cologne, and then it just started to make me sick to my stomach. Hmm. So I, I appreciate you not dousing yourself in it every day. Well, you I, know, I, I just, just want a hint. Right. When I catch a whiff, an essence, if you will. A that whisper. It, right. Mm-hmm. A cat sneeze. Then it's nice. So if you're maybe up on stage with us tonight at the CMA party... Maybe I hopefully you I smell good to you. Maybe you'll nestle me into your bosom and yes. I can catch a whiff. <laughs> Come closer, Kelly Jordan, as we ask these questions. Hey, should we? Maybe we should say something about the CMA party that we're giving away tickets this morning. Right. Not, not here on the air though, Mm-mm. and this is good because we're only on in St. Cloud right now. So we're uh, we're doing it on location, and we've disclosed the location. Correct. We are sending Brian Riley out to Raleigh's this morning at eight a.m. He will be there. He has a stack of envelopes. Mm-hmm. Some of the envelopes have tickets. Some do not. That's the rub, kid. You literally pull into the Raleigh's parking lot, roll your window down, say, hey, Brian Riley, right. sweet mullet. Yeah. You'll grab an envelope, and hopefully we'll see you at the CMA party this evening out at Raleigh's. And I'm telling you, this is going to be an absolute blast. I was so excited yesterday when me, you, and Brian were here in this room, like coming up with ideas for tonight, mm-hmm. like what sound effects I can bring and stuff like that. It got, I got super jazzed on the way. I didn't even have to sleep on the way home like I normally do. Look at you. I know. I was just like, oh, I can't wait for tomorrow night. It's so fun. It's a bummer. Brooke will not, unfortunately, be with us this evening, but we will it's- still have a ton of fun, a ton of prizes. It's going to be one of the, and I don't know if you can hear it. I got a little throat thing going on. I can't hear it. 
but I'm playing injured. You're, you're in perfect tune as or perfect pitch as far as I'm concerned. I have my '80s uh, bag of Hall's cough drops. Yeah, I'll go through the entire thing if I have to. I remember when kids would eat those in school because we weren't allowed to have candy. So they would have a Halls just because it's like, well, it's medicine or mm-hmm. whatever. And it just tasted horrible. It's like just anything to have a little bit of sweetness. The Smith Brothers cough drop or the Lutkins, I think it's now. I think, yeah, Luden. I think it's Luden's. Yeah, it used to be Smith's, didn't it? I don't know, but Luden's was candy. Well, without a doubt. That wasn't even, that didn't, that had no medicinal purposes whatsoever. There's none. Like it doesn't even have like that little hint of that medicine taste at the end to make no. you think you're getting something. Right. It's a flat out, that's a gob stop. And then when the teacher would say, spit it out, you're like, hey, I got a, I got a sore throat here. I need my Ludens. Playing sick, ma'am. Yeah. I think <laughs> they even sold them in the candy aisle. Yeah, that sounds about right. And they came that little, you know, the uh, cardboard box. Oh, yeah. And it, it had looked, like that cellophane wrapper inside. I think they put an RX on it even just to make it look super official. I was like, Dad, please. I'm, I'm not well. Yeah, No, I'm not buying you this. Like, ah, you suck, old man. Why are you holding me down? But either way, mm-hmm. Ludens are no Ludens. Uh, Brian Riley will be on location. Did we say the time already? Uh, yeah, again, it starts at 8 o'clock. And by the way, is when they're gone, they're gone. Right. And don't get mad at Brian mm-hmm. if you don't win. He's just the messenger. He's not the message. I mean, if you do want to ball it up and throw it in his face, I'll understand. Would I be able to bring my brother tonight, or does he need a ticket, too? I'm he- bringing my wife. Are you? My wife, my wife and kids are going to come out. I think she just doesn't want to cook. Okay. She doesn't want a single mom it. Right. So she's going to pop in for a little bit, and then, boom, we're going to have a good time. We're going to have fun. They'll leave. Then uh, Daddy will get really then wild. Put the hammer down. And we're just going to have a great, great evening. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And if you got tickets, man, I can't wait to see you tonight. We are, It's always such a good time. Yeah, it, it really, really is. And I wish we could get more people in there, but, you know, hey, we get as many as we can. But it's intimate. Okay. Isn't it? I don't know what you have planned. All of a sudden, talking about my smells. <laughs> oh, no. You and... keep putting that cologne on. I got a few things planned. Oh, my. Brenda Texan says, you guys need to get the G cologne from Walmart. Okay. That smells so good on a man. I used to go the cheap route on cologne. Right. But I believe the good stuff does last longer. Oh, of course it does. And I don't think you need to use as much. The last time I went out to kind of a CD bar, they had one of those cologne machines in the bathroom. Or you put in a quarter and you get a squirt. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I think it was Jean-Paul Gaultier, which is actually a cologne I used to wear. That's the one that's like the little sailor bottle. Okay. It's got the bulge and everything. <laughs> it was Dracar, and then it was like Polo Ralph Lauren. And this thing, literally, they ripped it off the wall in the 90s and put it up on this bar today. Oh, yeah. So I got me a little squirt of Polo Ralph Lauren just to see if my wife would notice. And? And she was like, she was like, did you, did, was there an attendant in that bathroom? I was like, nah, babe, it's cost me a quarter. Drink up. To smell good for you. What was your high school scent? I think it was Polo Ralph Lauren. Okay, I think a lot of people did. And then the second I graduated, it was Jean-Paul Gaultier. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. The the women love Jean-Paul Gaultier. And beat him off with a stick. That's absolutely true. And then that was kind of it after that. Okay. And then that's when I, that's when the smell of cologne started making me sick. Maybe I burned my nostrils out in the 90s. Did you ever try the Michael Jordan cologne? I didn't. Oh, yeah. But you know what's funny? In my dad's garage... My dad's been deceased for seven years now. Mm-hmm. There's still a bottle of Dracar Noir. And every once in a while, I'll just go like spray it in the air just so I can smell it. Well, I was like, maybe I should bring this back. They say scent is the strongest one of our senses tied to memory. Yeah. Well, my dad didn't wear Dracar. Okay. But it's for some. My dad wore Brute. I was about to say, did he steal it then? Or if I, if I smell brute and cigarettes, that honestly reminds me of my dad instantly. Oh yeah, man! I maybe posted the dorkiest thing ever on social media yesterday. I I, <laughs> I saw. <laughs> By the way, plenty of room if you'd like to be my friend on Facebook. Plenty, plenty, plenty of room. You can just do. Uh, I guess you can search Kelly Jordan, or you can do Facebook.com forward slash honky. Yay! And I will be right there. But so I I I have a side hustle. And it's working on podcasts, oh. editing them, distributing them, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm a part of the podcast generation. Look at you. Now, that being said, I bought a new mouse recently, a computer mouse, that is, mm-hmm. with many, but it's a gaming mouse. I didn't even know these things existed, but a lot of my you know, podcast friends were like, dude, get one of these. It'll increase your workflow. And by damn, if it didn't. And I was so excited yesterday by the increased workflow. Uh-huh. I posted a picture of a computer mouse on social media and bragged about how awesome it was. And I woke up this morning like that was maybe the dorkiest thing I could have possibly 
have ever put out there on social media. And I've put some dorky stuff out there. A lot. I used to be one of those emotional posters. I'm not anymore because of you. Thank you, by the way. Uh, you may want to go back through there. There's still some to sneak through. Once in a while, mm-hmm. some get through the filter, especially if I've had a few, few cocktails and yeah. I'm feeling a little you know, emotional. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. But you have really weaned me off the emotional post, and I appreciate that. Thank God. Um, but this one was straight nerdy. <laughs> And here's the other where, thing. Where, maybe I should send you my ideas before I post them on social media, and you can give them just a thumbs up or thumbs down emoji. Save as a draft. <laughs> right? Should I? No. Because, I, you know, there I am. I'm scrolling through. I didn't even see who posted it. I just saw a picture of a computer mouse, <laughs> and I said, ah, oh, damn it. Because this is a partnership, right? This yes. is a partnership. You think Kelly, you think Wood. You think Wood, you think Kelly. Yes. Sympatico. Right. And I saw that, and I just thought to myself, damn, it's hard I'm to looking, try to be cool. I'm looking at the post right now. Mm-hmm. That mouse is awesome. And my here's po- the other thing. My post, my post says this. I have, this is the nerdiest thing I've ever been excited about. Mm-hmm. So I prefaced it with that, and I said, using this mouse for editing audio is like driving a Ferrari. So fast, so sleek, so many buttons. Yeah. That's a- yeah. Can't wait till our consultant puts ears on this break. <laughs> I and the, this is the other thing. You got this mouse what last week or two? Couple weeks ago, yeah. Right. <laughs> I have heard more about this mouse since you have purchased this than your wife, <laughs> your children, anything love- else in your life. He will literally just walk in the studio. He'd be like. Oh man, I really wish I had my mouse. Okay, it's I got have, a special button for this. What do you? What do you want to hear more about it? Hold on, no, player. I do not. I have three mouses in front of me. Three mice. I don't know what would you say for multiple nieces. I have three in front of me that I constantly have to use for mm-hmm. multiple computers that I have to run during the show. You've got a lot of things going on. I do have a lot of things going on, and that mouse would make my life so much easier on this side of the of the table. I've heard. <laughs> and so sometimes I just I'm sorry, it just comes out. I'll be real with you. If I hear about that mouse again, you're going to have a fourth mouse over there, and it's going to be mine, because I'm going to throw it across the table here, and I'm going to throw it hard. Okay. I From here on out, I will stop talking about my mouse that I got that is one of my best purchases of my entire lifetime. I guarantee you that will not hold up. <laughs> guarantee. By the end of the day. <laughs> Excuse me. Because you'll do it without even knowing. You'll just be over there muttering to yourself, like, boy, I wish I had my mouse. I will. I'll be like, dang, I wish I had that mouse. Look, oh at people are friend shortcut keys. People, I'm, I'm approving friend requests right now. Guys, go take a look at that mouse and see what I'm talking about. Oh, here he goes. I just, I just got four new friends on Facebook. Look at that. Thank you, guys. Well good. Now, were they real? I don't know. I'm probably, I probably just had my identity hacked just now because I didn't look at a single one of them. I just approved them. I will say the amount of fake friend requests I'm getting now is staggering. Yeah. It is wild how many... And by the way, you just stealing the picture of a person who I'm friends with. Right. Like, I know. And then I'll friend request, okay, I'll accept, and instantly, boom. Hey, how's it going? Wild. Because my name's Wildwood. Yeah. No, it calls me Wild. Right. <laughs> how's it going, Wild? I'm like, I, well, that I'll, one's fake. I'll tell you this. I think your a cousin's account has been hacked. Because I, I got a message from a direct message from her the other day, and that's never happened before. Mm. And she was just like, hey, check this video out. I'm like, oh, it's definitely a hack. You know, I was like, she's never, she's never once messaged me before. Or did you see who died? That's, right. a, that's another one of those about, fake ones. Is this you in that video playing, I, on, playing on our narcissism? I always just respond, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> what was I doing? Probably. <laughs> Pantsless man robs Walmart. Yep, that's me. Hopefully they got my good side if you catch my drift. Anyway, Wood, from now on, I will send all Facebook posts to you, all social media posts, no matter what, Instagram, TikTok, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. If you give me the thumbs up, I'll post it. Now, as you did that insanely weird thing yesterday, yes, I was doing one of the most manliest things you can do as a man of the house. Oh, boy, let's hear this. I dealt with the worst smelling thing of all time. Your bathroom when you're done with it? Watch your mouth. It hurts my feelings. I have a wet vac. All right. Oh yeah. I won't lie to you. Like I just I had to vacuum up water and stuff, and I left it in there like an idiot. Oh, and you probably I bet you didn't clean it out before you vacuumed up the water, did you? No. Okay. Inside this, that's a rookie mistake. Because again, I'm going through the garage. I'm packing things up, and I thought to myself, "What you brilliant sob? Put the hose and everything inside the shop vac." Boom, we're good to go. The movers will have an easy move. It's like an egg, the perfect container. I opened it up. 
If Jean-Claude Van Damme had been inside this and had jump kicked me in the face. There's a timely reference. I would have not snapped back faster than I did when I peeled the top off this thing and got hit in the face with this level 15 funk. <laughs> well, because you because dust stinks after a while. Okay. And when you wet it down like that, all you're doing is releasing those. And then it's airtight because it's a shop vac. I'm going to tell you, it was four inches thick of sludge. Oh, God, that's disgusting. And I just, I was like, oh. Oh, and I don't handle like bad smells well, which is odd because you produce so many. I have a very sensitive gag reflex. Yes, you do. And I peel the top off this thing. It's like (laughs) (laughs) just the instant. And I'm like, I'm trying to push it out into my driveway to get some sort of ventilation so I don't drop dead and my kids get off the school bus to find me dead. Right. In four inches of sludge. Yeah. And I just look, there's only one thing to do. You got to get through it. Throw it away. Oh, I was like, you probably just threw it away. No, no, I cleaned it out. I did a really good job cleaning it out. Also, I put this up on Facebook yesterday since we're talking about a lot of Facebook stuff. Yeah. I asked, what do you do with your old pumpkins? Oh, yeah. I smashed them in my backyard and put them by the little creek I have back there, and I feel good about it. I always heard it was okay. Like, I heard that deer like them and just wildlife eat them up, but squirrels you, and such. You know how the DNR is, right? Like, right. You, you can't put anything within like 40 feet of a, a, a thing of water, which, hey, don't get me wrong, I'm okay with. Yeah. But I didn't know if doing this, I would be labeled as, you know, um, uh, anti-environmentalist or whatever. Too late. But everyone was said, no, this is actually really good. And now my daughter is jacked because I told her, I was like, well, actually, according to everybody on Facebook, deer really like these. Yeah. Are we going to get a deer? I'm like, no, we're not getting a deer. <laughs> One deer may come through and eat this. Right. That's as close as we're getting. We're not bringing any more animals into this home. And then she was bummed that we weren't getting a deer. As if I could keep a deer inside my home as a pet. Can I say something about deer? Y'all are doing a lot of deer talk about me lately, and it's it's making me upset. Hold on. I so, haven't mentioned it once. So we have an event tonight for the CMA party. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying, Kelly, should we have a... Because I'm, I'm bringing my DJ equipment so that I can play sound effects and things like that when we're playing games and stuff. And a quick mix. And, no, I'm not allowed to do a quick mm-hmm. mix. You've already told me that, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather mingle than do that anyway. But everyone's like, well, should we have a backup in case you hit a deer on the way up? And then I was just in the hall. The guy from our news station was like, hey, you hit any deer this year? I'm like, it's enough with the deer talk. I, am all, I have almost made it to 2024. This will be my first 12-month span without hitting a deer. You started it yesterday. You jinxed yourself yesterday. How did I jinx myself? You said you were gonna, you've made it a year. You, you were patting yourself on the back right? and I said, well, hey, I don't know if I do this. Okay, technically May was a year, but I'm saying like this will be the first like calendar. 2023 will be the first calendar year mm-hmm. that I have not hit a deer on my way to work. And totaled a car. I totaled three cars in three years. That's pretty. That's a pretty solid record. I guarantee you, all the deer meeting up in the woods, you know, talking about hunters and everything. Then like, oh, by the way, no one's run in front of Kelly Jordan yet. Right. Let's get to that, please. It's a 2009 Tiguan. <laughs> Should be a pretty easy target. Take them down, boys. You know what to do. But I was like, all right, I'm almost made it, and I, I got to drive home. I'm not worried about hitting a deer on the way to the CMA party. I'm worried about hitting a deer on the way home. Mm-hmm. And if I do it, it's the blood's on all y'all's hands. Not mine. I've told you. I, 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 so I am huge on jinxing things. Huge. Yes. It scares me to death. For instance, last night, I put a little wager on a football game. Things were going well. Buddy of mine texts me. says, hey, we're looking good. That was it. Why would you do that? Why would you do it? The second that text came in, guess what? 40-yard play. <laughs> I, te- I, del- I texted him back and said, delete my number. <laughs> I never want to hear or talk to you ever again in my entire life. You know better than that. <laughs> you never jinx anything. So it's like a pitcher win a perfect game. Right. That's what I was saying earlier. I'm, I'm pitching a no-hitter right now. Right. And y'all want to start coming out and jinxing me with it. Mm-hmm. Everybody shut up about deer. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. You don't want the shortstop coming up being like, hey. Almost done, huh? Right. No. I I was upset this morning when he said to me in the hallway, hey, you hit a deer yet this year? That's not funny, man. Mm -mm. Even if I had hit a deer, why are you making jokes about it? Max the Ice Kid, I think Kelly's going to hit a deer today. Max, you're dead to me. Daryl says venison in the freezer is a good thing. Daryl, I don't think Kelly's going to hit this thing, get out, field dress it, slap it on the hood of his car, and head home. Plus, I don't think the Tiguan has enough power 
to put a deer on top of it. If you hit a deer with your car, you're not supposed to eat that, right? I don't think so. Because it like busts up the insides or something. Yeah, dude. We, we always go down this road and we always look like morons. Well. Oh, wow. Jen Leverin's in here early to do the news. We should probably get moving It's here, a familiar man. place. We should probably get moving, man. Okay. Should we do some history? Please. Let's do it. I only put this one on here because it was so surprising to me. Did you know back on this day in 1910, the patent was filed for the bug zapper, the electronic bug zapper. Makes sense to me. This this one's got a big one in it. That bad boy, that's a grasshopper frying in there. I'm all about it. I I hate mosquitoes. I love bug zappers. I don't care. Call me white trash. Call me whatever. I love sitting out on the porch and Uh, there's another one. That's one less mosquito bite. Now, I know there's a bunch of people that are like nervous that are like, no, if we lose mosquitoes, the entire food structure collapses. Uh, I don't care. We can spare a few. Uh, Mosquitoes, if they disappeared off this earth this instant, my life would be so much better. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's because I'm so sweet. Mosquitoes are drawn to me. If if there's like a square inch of my body, I do not cover in deet. Mm-hmm. It'll be attacked incessantly. Right. Oh, they want that sweet blood. I think so. Maybe that, it's because all the junk food I've eaten my entire life. Right. Your blood is so pure. It's nothing but corn syrup running through these veins. <laughs> They're getting hooked up. I was on this day in 2000. An election in turmoil. A presidency in the balance. A nation waits. Who will emerge the winner in the historic Florida recount? Proof that politics has always been somewhat embarrassing. In Florida, a statewide recount began uh, deciding the winner of the 2000 U.S. presidential election. That was the whole hanging Chad thing. Yeah. And then, what was it, bloated Chad was the other one? Because they wouldn't go all the way through. And yeah. if it was like hanging off, did that count as a vote? Boy, that was embarrassing. Then I think we went to straight digital, which yeah. I don't know was any better. Probably, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, it, we're not a political show. I don't no. want to get into it, but that was an embarrassing moment in our history. Uh, in 2020, sorry to end on a sad note with history, but... Hey, I've lived a good life, a full life, and uh, I'm nearing the end of that life. So if it happens, it happens. And why should I be afraid of it? Alex Trebek passed away on this day back in 2020. It's already been three years. A dude that was bigger than the show. Yes. And that's amazing considering Jeopardy because even now, like, I see Jeopardy and I'm just like, it's not the same. No. He had a certain charm that made even idiots like us feel okay watching Jeopardy. Well, because he had all the answers. He was good looking, had a fantastic lip sweater. Yeah. I mean, he had it all going. And then, like you said, he just had like a, almost like a humility about him. Right. That it wasn't, I'm smarter. Like that Ken Jennings guy. I, I can't stand that dude. He's so punchable. Even Blossom. What's her name? Milam Bal- Balak or whatever. They just. They, they, she, she's like a, what, a brain scientist? Or is that even the, like she does have like a PhD, I believe. Right. Is that she's just too smart, which makes her unlikable to a moron like me. And when they give you the answer, it's almost like they're talking down to you. Like, versus Alex Trebek when he gave you the answer. It was almost like a second grade teacher just saying, hey, that was a great try, but you're wrong. Now, you make fun of me for the Buzzer Network, my free television that I am absolutely in love with. Mm-hmm. But Alex Trebek used to host a show called Classic Concentration. And that show is so fun to watch. That's a show for guys like me and you. All right. So you have to match two things on a board, right? And it exposes a tiny part of a picture. Well, that picture forms a riddle at some point. No, I'm, I'm locked Hello. in here. I'm, I'm... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Maybe it's not better if it was coming from Alex Trebek. Absolutely it would. I assure. But either way, yeah. That, so he was just, he's been around forever. But yeah, well, anyway, on this day, mm. he uh, passed away in 2020. That's a bummer. Uh, I only got one birthday I felt like talking about today. Come on. I, I was going to do Tara Reid, but who cares? You know, hey. Jack Osborne, who cares? Okay. But this one, I definitely care about. He is my favorite. We ate this today. The meat is stinking. You right now are a walking liability. You're costing this restaurant thousands. I think Gordon Ramsay is about the coolest dude on planet Earth. His story is amazing. Yeah, because was he was a he was going to be a professional soccer player, right? That's what he wanted to do, and then he had a just a horrible like leg injury, and like he was like almost like a prodigy youngster soccer player. Like he really could have gone on and done some things. He had a really bad leg injury, and it was like I think it was his knee or something. And this was like when he's a teenager, and he decided, you know what, I want to cook. And obviously jumped in, did well. Yeah, he is insanely, insanely likable. I just to me every I, out of all the celebrities, I, he would probably be my favorite celebrity to meet, and that's over everybody. I could see that Sylvester Stallone. 
put him to the second spot. I want to meet Gordon Ramsay. Like his TikTok videos are great, and it's wild. Like you see, like on Kitchen, uh, you know, like Hell's Kitchen or something. You think, man, this guy's a complete jerk. Right, he's but not. It, it is a. It is. It's. It's an act because he has his shows in Britain, and it's a completely different. It's not with like the confrontation and stuff. It's so much better. But he does take cooking very seriously. He well, takes the restaurant business extremely seriously. Well, and you see like the thin margins that restaurants get by on. You can understand. And and last thing I'll say about him: watch his hot ones. The the show where they eat progressively hotter wings mm-hmm. and then they get interviewed while they're doing it. Phenomenal show. One of my favorite YouTube series. Gordon Ramsay's episode is. Hands down the best. I'm going to say he's 55 today. I forgot why we were even talking about him there for a second. Pontificating? Uh, no. Mm. He is the ripe old age of 57 today. Hey, and we should wish a happy birthday. Jenna texts in every Friday, and she texted in today. She says, hey, I'm celebrating my birthday today. All right. Congratulations. There we go. Happy birthday, Jenna. Another trip around the sun, as the kids say. Uh, somebody texted in, Max, my mom hit a horse once. Good night. <laughs> That's, That's not funny at all. Why am I laughing at that? That's personal, terrible. to be honest That's with you. absolutely terrible. Because wouldn't a horse run away? Yeah. It's got horse power. I would think so. They're yeah. not as dumb as a deer, are they? Allegedly. All right, let's move on. Oh, my. That's one more thing about deer. The signs on the side of the road that say don't swerve if you see a deer or whatever. I'm like, this is terrifying me. I, I know I'm going to hit a deer. God mm. dang it. You guys jinxed me. Not me. All right, moving on. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. 